What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Today is Thursday, February 2nd, and in the news, we have Ms. Ilhan Omar, the representative out of uh, Minneapolis, is ousted from Foreign Affairs Committee as Republicans cite anti-Semitism. New Jersey City Council member was shot and killed outside of her home. No suspects uh, as of yet, and they still don't have any motive either. And uh, Catholic students are kicked out of the Smithsonian for pro-life beanies. Is this a, t a, a sign of where we are today uh, with everything that is going on there? This is Informed Daily. I am your host, Anthony Cabasa, and let's jump into that very first article. All right, guys. So uh, obviously, if you follow me on social media, you've probably seen everything that's happening here with Miss Ilhan Omar. There is a debacle happening on the House floor. She is getting ousted from there. This is NPR. House Republicans vote to remove Representative Ilhan Omar from the Foreign Affairs Committee. It says House Republicans have voted to remove Minnesota Democratic Rep. Ilhan Omar from the Foreign Affairs Committee, citing past controversial comments she made about Israel and concerns over her objectivity. The vote was 218 to 211 along party lines. In her first term, Omar drew criticism from Republicans and Democrats alike for tweets that invokes anti-Semitic anti tropes. She apologized for those tweets, but has remained outspoken about the influence of Israel and the American Israel uh, Public Affairs Committee, APAC a powerful pro-Israel lobby on U.S. politics. The resolutions introduced by Rep. Max Miller, uh, a Republican out of Ohio, say that Omar, quote, has disqual disqualified herself from serving on the Committee on Foreign Affairs, a panel that is viewed by nations around the world as speaking for Congress on matters of international importance and national security. Miller, who is one of the Jewish Republicans in the House, said in a statement that Omar, quote, cannot be an objective decision maker on the Foreign Affairs Committee given her biases against Israel and against the Jewish people. Now, this is how Miss Miss um, uh, AOC responded to this. A little bit animated here, for my liking. Don't really care for this, but uh, this is what she had to say here. Don't tell me that this is about an a condemnation of anti-Semitic remarks when you have a member of the Republican Caucus who, have, who has talked about Jewish space lasers and an, an entire amount of tropes and also elevated her to some of the highest committee assignments in this body. This is about targeting women of color in the, in the United States of America. Don't tell me because I didn't get a single apology. My life was threatened. Thank you. Don't. All right. So this is what I, I, I'll, I'll say about this is that it. She's a little bit right in the sense that people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, I mean, she has been seen even speaking at events by uh, Nicholas Fuentes. If you guys don't know who Nicholas Fuentes is, uh, he is what the media claims is alt-right. I don't necessarily follow the guy. I don't really pay attention to a lot of that. Um, uh, I, I, I've listened to him before. Obviously, as a journalist, I like to be fully informed, um, and, and uh, I, I like to know for myself okay is this really who this person is or is this just what the media is looking out look, making him out to be but from what i understand he is despised by both the left and the right um and he's even been banned out of like turning point events and stuff like that and w which are more conservative republican uh, events and so what's interesting is marjorie taylor green spoke at one of those events and 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 from what i understand nicholas fuentes and and others are 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 not i don't think i, I mean Again, just is just my personal opinion. I don't think it's that they're anti-Semitic. They just speak a lot about Jewish influence in the media. Obviously, I've seen like the Kanye West um, 
uh, videos and, and interviews, especially on Alex Jones and what they were talking about, about Jewish influence and stuff like that. Um, it, and so it is kind of like a valid point by Representative AOC to kind of say, well, look, you know, if, if you're going to come after Ilhan Omar citing specifically like anti-Semitism, and there's probably people in your own party that could probably be be said of the same. Now, what is interesting is that Kevin McCarthy went on to say Speaker of the House uh, did say um, that uh, citing anti-Semitism, but she will be allowed on other committees, which is interesting because um, it, it's it, it seems like they're just trying to get rid of her for this committee because obviously it has to do with foreign affairs. And I guess there could be an argument to be made, but she has apologized. I mean, look, I, I, I hate being like that fence sitter. You know what I mean? To me, it's like, hey, man, as a conservative myself, uh, the, the less progressives, the less of these people that we have in these committees making decisions, especially over foreign policy, stuff like that. I'm all for that. To me, like in my personal opinion, like we need to start, we need to stop sending billions overseas. Um, I think there's a definitely a an argument to be made and a um, dialogue that could be had about sending billions overseas. It doesn't, I, I don't care what country it is. Like it could be Israel, it could be Afghanistan, it could be Ukraine, for example. I know a lot of people get very angry when we talk about billions overseas to Ukraine. Uh, but they don't get angry when it's like any other country. And I'm not okay with that. Like, I'm, I'm very America first. Um, and, and somebody actually said it the other day in a tweet, and I kind of was pondering, like, they're like, I'm not America first, I'm America only. And I think that especially where we are today, when it comes to national affairs, I'm kind of starting to become America only, especially when every single week I have to report that there's like 2 billion, 3 billion, 5 billion, 10 billion, 20 billion being sent to uh, Ukraine, I'm like, okay, dude, it's not even like America first and like however we can help abroad. I'm starting to also become like just America only. But um, this is what Speaker McCarthy had to say about that um, and, 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 and his decision on, on why the House voted to, to kick her out. She said the American military was equal to Hamas and the Taliban from a member of the foreign affairs. She said Americans only like Israel because it's all about the Benjamins. And three years later, she said, I didn't know there's a trope when it comes to referring to someone who's Jewish with money. Okay, that... She said on nine... That was she just said, because I actually did see that apology by Ellen Omar, where she said, oh, I didn't know that there was, like, it was anti-Semitic to say, like, tropes about, like, Jews and money. Even I was like, oh, come on, bro. Like, let's, let's knock it off. Like, if you're anyone and anyone, especially when you're at that level of politics... You absolutely know that there are anti-Semitic tropes when it comes to Jews and money. Like, let's stop the nonsense. You know, like she tried to play it off. I saw that interview and I think she even cried in that interview when she was being asked about that. And I think Adam Schiff was like right next to her um, doing that interview. And I'm like, oh, that's just nonsense. But this is what he had to say. On 9-11, as a member of Congress, as an individual sitting on foreign affairs, something happened that day. That was what disgusting. What does that say to other people around the world? What does that say to somebody else who wants to create another 9-11 America? I'm sorry. It's not right. Don't apologize. We're right in our action, and she can serve on other committees. But it puts America in jeopardy, and I'm not going to do that under my watch. And it's fair in the process, unlike them. Bravo. Absolutely. This was the right move. I don't know why he apologized. Don't apologize. Not ever to these people. Absolutely not. Um, and, and what I will say, I, I'm just, I just remember now as I'm talking about this, Ilhan Omar is actually why I got banned on Twitter the first time around. I actually still have a banned account. My original account 
on Twitter, which I'm like scared to appeal because they'll find out that I've been banavating for like the last year and a half on Twitter or, or like two years or whatever on Twitter. Um, it's still banned. It is what it is. I'm slowly gaining the momentum back up on Twitter. But I just remember that I got banned because of something that I said to her. So when Donald Trump was president, uh, she tweeted something to the line of, um, and, and don't quote me here, but she said something like, you know, America has a very white supremacist president or something like that, talking about Donald Trump. And I went on Twitter and I'm like, you know what, man? It's so disgusting to see like someone like yourself, Ilhan Omar, I think I tagged her too. Um, that is an immigrant to the United States that fled a country that looks just like you and they treated you like crap, where your entire government, where your entire nation is basically ran by people like you, like speaking of Somalians. And I didn't say anything negative, by the way. It wasn't like racist to say any of this. I was just, I, the, the point I was trying to make was it is a shame for you as an, uh, as an immigrant that came to America seeking a better life, that gave you a better life, that gave you such a better life that you were able to hold office and, and here you are trashing America, trashing its president, trashing it. Now, hey, granted, I get it, First Amendment. But hey, also it works the other way, right? I have the First Amendment right to be able to tweet about this. And I got a notification two hours later because of that tweet calling her an ungrateful immigrant. Um, and then she, she, she shouldn't be serving uh, in, in the level she is if she hated America that much. And I got, I got a notification on Twitter saying like, hey, you've been permanently banned on Twitter. And I was like, dang it, dude. She did it for me. So this is kind of bittersweet to me because it's like, finally, man, we're seeking, we're getting some justice. Um, no, but look, she's able to serve on other committees. I think it's a fair point, you know, if they bring up these points, but also kind of like it, it, Rashida Tlaib kind of also put out like a video saying like, well, what happened to free speech, right? Like, oh, Republicans, you're so free speech, but here you are banning people because of things that they said. Eh, yes and no. I mean, I, I get the whole free speech thing. I personally am a free speech absolutist. I don't think anyone should get banned um, really for anything. Like if you're online and you're trying to recruit like other minor attracted people, I'll just leave it at that. Um, you should absolutely get banned. But for saying things you know, or being critical of a people or stuff like that, it's like, all right, dude, like Kanye should not be banned. Nick Fuentes shouldn't be banned. Ali shouldn't be banned. Alex Jones shouldn't be banned. And you know, what's interesting about Alex Jones is that people like Elon Musk have said he will remain um, uh, banned because of an emotional thing. Like Elon Musk kind of replied saying like, no, I don't like what he said. Like, so it's a personal decision. It's a personally biased based on emotion and decision that Elon Musk is deciding to keep Alex Jones out. So yeah, it, it, it's true there. But um, yeah, so, so this is um, uh, another story that I was really heartbroken to, to read. And this is over in uh, New Jersey, and, and I saw a lot of people kind of like tweeting this, and it's just so shocking to me. It says, New Jersey City Council member shot and killed outside her home. Motive unclear. So this was obviously posted today. Uh, this is, um, I believe, uh, yeah, Embassy New York. So it says here, a member of a New Jersey borough council was shot and killed outside her home Wednesday night, and police are still searching for both suspects and a motive. The Middlesex County Prosecutor's uh, office said police received a 911 call just before 7.30 p.m. Wednesday for shots fired on Samuel Circle in Sarahville. Officers responded and found a woman in her car outside an apartment complex with multiple gunshots. She was pronounced dead on scene. Neither police nor prosecutors initially identified the victim before later confirming widespread report that it was Eunice Dwumfire. I apologize if I'm saying this wrong. Eunice Dwumfire. A 30-year-old uh, member of Borough's Council. She was Republican as well. Uh, law enforcement sources tell News 4 that a significant number of shots appear to have been fired. Wow, man, this is almost sounding like an execution. This is horrible. 
Neighbors suggest, uh, suggested to News 4 that there may be security camera footage uh, showing Dawn Ford talking to a man standing outside her car just prior to the shooting. Local leaders were quick to mourn Dawn Ford and praise her memory. Quote, beyond her dedication to our community, I can share that she was a woman of deep faith and worked hard to integrate her strong Christian beliefs into her daily life as a person and a community leader. Sarville, uh Mayor Victoria Kilpatrick said in a statement, Governor Phil Murphy issued a statement mourning uh, Dwayne Ford's uh, death and adding that the state police would assist local. The reason why I'm covering this is because it's, it's really a shame that people, you know, I and this is just, again, my opinion. She's a black Republican. And I know that especially in places like New Jersey or, or New York, um, the people, I kind of hate using the term, but people of color don't get a lot of recognition or are not reported on because we're on the wrong side of politics. And so I just wanted to not only make it known that she was brutally murdered, it seems, um, in, in what seems like an assassination style or, or, or something of this of this sort, and they haven't found anyone. Uh, but it's nice to see that the community is coming together, and it's nice to see that the governor also kind of put out a statement. But I haven't really seen this on, on the press media a lot. It kind of reminded me a little bit back then when uh, there was a Bernie Sanders reporter or supporter uh, that went to, like, the GOP congr congressional uh, or like the congressional baseball, I, I guess like every year they have like a baseball um, uh, uh, game between like the de the House Democrats and the House uh, re Republicans, and there was a, a, a Biden supporter, no, not a Biden supporter, a uh, Bernie Sanders supporter uh, that went and and sought out the Republicans and asked them if they were Republicans, and then started to shoot at them. Um, it kind of reminded me of that because that also was like no coverage of that. So, you know, using my small platform to kind of raise awareness to these people. And it, it really sucks to kind of see this. And I, I really hope that justice is served in this case and that they're able to find the killer and find out why, you know, like, look, it, it, it obviously we know that the country is hyper politicized. And I would hate to think that there's going to be a rising crime against Republicans or even against Democrats. You know, hey, I'm not a progressive. I don't consider myself Democrat in any way, shape, or form. I think there's some really good Democrats out there. Sheriff Villanueva, here, Democrat, running for sheriff here in Los Angeles. He just lost, but I thought he was an outstanding Democrat. Um, and, and, and he held up to his values and his morals. But uh, in no way, shape, or form would I ever wish this upon anyone. So rest in peace. Uh, to to her and, and and hoping you know even if she had a family or even if she didn't meaning kids and, and a husband doesn't seem to didn't say it here but you know rest in peace to her and may justice be served for that and the last story I have for you guys here is Catholic stu uh, school students kicked out of Smithsonian Museum in D.C. over pro-life beanies speaking about hyperpolarization in our country right so this is the Smithsonian uh, National Air and Space Museum kicked out a dozen Catholic high school students and their chaperones for wearing beanies inscribed with pro-life messages. On January 20th, students and chaperones from Our Lady of the Rosary school based out of Greenville, South Carolina, traveled to Washington, D.C. for the annual National March for Life. The group was all wearing matching blue beanies with the words Rosary Pro-Life. Amazing. I applaud this. The American Center for Law and Justice, the ACLJ, representing the parents of some of the students involved, alleged that the museum staff mocked the students hurled expletives and claimed the museum was a neutral zone where political or religious messages were not allowed. On Twitter, the mother of one of the students said the group was approached by a security guard who told them to either take off their beanies or, or leave the premises. This is where we are here, folks. Getting dangerous for us Christians. Her daughter allegedly told the guard that they were wearing the hats to identify and find one another in the crowd before they were escorted out of the museum. 
I will say this is true. I have a high school student, I have a middle school student, and I have an elementary school student. Um, you can argue that maybe the messaging on the beanie is, is a poor choice due to this museum being, quote, a neutral zone and, and apolitical. Uh, but this is something that teachers and chaperones do use on students uh, to be able to kind of court, you know, hey, oh, oh, that guy? Oh, yeah, he's with us. I can recognize him by the beanie. It says other people in the museum were wearing all sorts of different hats as they traversed the exhibits, according to LCLJ Executive Director Jordan Skillow. Quote, this is a clear and egregious abuse of the First Amendment, which protects their right to free speech without government interference, and we are ready to take action, Skillow said. A government institution cannot censor an individual's speech, much less speech from the inherently Christian pro-life position. Amen to that. Sigalo, nothing that the Smithsonian uh, Institution is a federal entity that receives upwards of $1 billion from the government each fiscal year, said the decision by the museum was an example of outrageous and abhorrent discrimination. I absolutely agree with this. If you are receiving billions of dollars or millions of dollars from, from U.S. taxpayer dollars, then you're going to be upholding uh, the constitutional rights and, 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 and the First Amendment and, and, and all this good stuff. So, you know, obviously, I feel like they were obviously targeted. This happened right you know, for, around the pro-life um, uh, time where they were having that march out there in January 20th. So definitely targeted, you know. But again, talking about the hyper-politization of our country, you know, hey, this might be a sign of times that things are just kind of getting weirder and weirder out there. But, um, you know, good good for these people. I'm glad that they're it looks like they're going to be taking this up to court and, and, and absolutely at every single turn we should be fighting this, uh, whether it's protesting or seeking a lawsuit or anything like that, because I'll tell you right now, there's a lot of stuff that is dying down, including stuff that I've been reporting for in the last couple of days. And it's and, and the reason why so many things are overturned and, and mandates are no longer mandates, a lot of it has to do with lawsuits. So if you can any way, shape, or form, help with a lawsuit, contribute to a lawsuit, sign up to be part of a lawsuit. I know here in California, there's still like a Kaiser lawsuit. Any opportunity you get, I would highly recommend you get involved because this is how you push back on these egregious um, uh, abuses of, of our constitutional rights and amendments are good for them. But I want to hear from you guys. Let me know about the stories from today. What do you guys think about Ilhan Omar? Was that fair? Is it fair that she's being taken away from this committee, but she's still going to be allowed in other committees? Do you want to be stripped from all committees? I mean, that's what the Democrats did to Marjorie Taylor Greene in all fairness. When they was Speaker Pelosi and the Democrats controlled the House, they removed Marjorie Taylor Greene from any and all committees because of her actions. Then you have Kevin McCarthy kind of backing that up. You have this New Jersey City Council member. Let me know what your thoughts on her are. I don't know. Maybe, hey, maybe you're around the area and you, and you know something. You heard something. You know, uh, feel free to reach out, not just to me, but law enforcement, if that's the case. And then, of course, the Catholics being uh, high schoolers being removed. Does this surprise you? Doesn't surprise me too much, but I hope it's not uh, a sign of what's to come. All right, guys, with that, I will uh, be seeing you guys tomorrow, Friday. Also, by the way, for the paid subscribers, my wife is going to be coming in tomorrow, Friday. Um, this is going to be the very first time in my almost five years of political uh, uh, I guess lifetime um, that I'm going to be interviewing my wife. So if you want to see that uh, that interview, it's probably going to be about an hour, an hour and a half. You guys already submitted your questions over at Patreon and on Instagram for the paid subscribers. But if you want to watch that interview and if you maybe like it, maybe you want to see more, who knows? I might bring her in a second time or third time. Um, uh, and, and, and if this is what you guys want and, and it's something that you know incentivizes you guys to become paid subscribers and, and offer you guys something, uh, in exchange, then just let me know. But with that, I'll see you guys tomorrow Friday. God bless, and I'll see you then. Peace.